This is Pursuing Wholeness. trying to beat each other to the mic i guess sean didn't like me dancing to the music again see if you if you're a regular listener of the pursuing wholeness podcast you realize that every episode starts exactly the same you know again like i said probably like at least half the episodes if you could see my wife dancing and all this kind of stuff about her antics you would see maybe one day we'll actually record episode um record a video of us doing this and I'm um, actually we were going to one time, but I know you changed your mind. I I mean I guess I just wasn't prepared. Yeah. I can't be like looking like I do most of the time during the, these recording sessions. It'd be late, be tired. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I guess I I just do that to kind of get my mind right, get myself in a place where I'm ready to record the podcast. You know. I guess so. We're trying to get you to do it, but. Yeah, you got to let me be myself, man. You got to let me be myself. <laughs> anyway, well, good evening, everyone else, at, uh, I guess, in podcast land. We are so glad that you decided to join us again for the Pursuing Wholeness podcast. Or maybe this is your first time joining us, and we're glad to have you. Um, if you listen to this and it's something that's interesting to you, Please share with somebody that um, you think might benefit from it. We really want to um, just get the word out, kind of spread this way of looking at life that we have adopted, where we're really trying to, no, not trying, we're really pursuing wholeness. We're, we're, you know, we know that we're not where we want to be, but we're going to seek after it until we never find it, but we're going to keep seeking it. Mm-hmm. I right. say that because I mean I don't think there's like a destination. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So thank y'all. You know we've even even recently gotten um, a few um, comments from people who were inspired by recent episodes. And um, hey, I mean it's great. It's great. You know we just kind of hope that by sharing some of our conversation, our real conversation, because I promise you what we talk about here is like how our conversations are a lot of time. Yeah, know? I mean, it's like pretty much a lot of times continuations right. of stuff. Or sometimes we'll be talking, like, all right, let's stop and just put it on the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so so yeah, thank y'all. And if you if you are inspired, definitely please consider, um, you know, um, sharing it with folks. And um, people who you believe it would help, you know, just to kind of hear Sean and Veronica talking and, you know, um, we we would appreciate that. We just would. We just would. And another thing we'd appreciate, and we do appreciate, is when y'all do tell us that something we talked about was inspiring or encouraging because it encourages us when we hear that because, you know, we just on here talking. Mm-hmm. And when we hear that what we said actually had an impact on you, then it just feeds our souls. So please... Let us know if um, anything we talk about is of inspiration or encouragement or if it gives you a, a fresh perspective on something. 
we would love to hear and we'd love to continue the conversation offline. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. that's what we're about. I do want to ask, how was your day today, Sean? <laughs> well, I mean, I think you know. <laughs> I think you know how it is. <laughs> I mean, I know what you did. I, know, but... I, <laughs> I mean, I had to do it. I had to do it. You know, I know that we, you know, anyway, it was fun, you know. It was good. I mean, obviously, we had a couple of activities and, um, you know, um, came home, you know, after, you know, we went on our trip, kind of tired and, you know, had a headache. Thankfully, that went away, you know, <laughs> and, you know, kids had lots and lots of energy and, and um, you know, but it was good. It was good. I'll let you actually kind of share more so what we did and all that. Yeah. So... Um, some of y'all may have seen from Instagram, um, from my Instagram or the family land lawyer or from the pursuing wholeness podcast, Instagram, where we went hiking today. And, um, it was a big deal for me because I just like, sometimes I feel like I'm kind of in a rut where I'm just like going through the motions and not really excited about anything. And so I, it's like, I'm like looking for some adventure mm-hmm. and, um, a friend of mine, Christelle, she um, told me about this group called Black to Earth. And it's a group where they are they are encouraging people of color to get back to the earth, to reconnect to earth. And they do a lot of things like volunteering with um, Black-owned farms and helping them with some of the things that they don't have the manpower and the labor to do on their own. And so they do rely on volunteers. So Black to Earth helps to connect people to those opportunities. And today, they actually did a hike, a fall hike. When I heard about Black to Earth from Christelle, I looked it up and I saw they had something and we didn't have anything going on today, so we did it. And I'm glad we did because it just kind of um, gave me a chance to do some of the things that have been in my heart to do, which is getting out in nature and challenging myself and then in particular, wanting to get our children out because our oldest especially is very, very, both of them really love being outside. The oldest, of course, I mean, the the, the little one, she she's learning to communicate better, but um, the oldest definitely can communicate. Yeah. And she does all day, every day. Yeah. But um, <laughs> she wants to be a farmer, a tree identifier, uh, an herbalist, a uh, like she has all these things that she wants and she talks about it all day, every day. And so it, it really was exciting to me to get her out in nature and black to earth actually had Roseman or, um, Roseman remedies out there. And then, um, it's a, a guy, I can't remember his name, but, um, he was, he uh, did, um, Namadike. No, um, not quite. Okay. Sorry. I think he calls himself the fun guy, guy, the oh, fun really? guy, or something like that. So oh. sorry, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, he taught he helped us to identify some mushrooms, and then we had Tina who helped us to identify some trees and and helped us understand some of the remedies that you can um make with those trees. And so I don't know, it was just like good. Um, it was exactly the kind of thing that I would want to do with my family on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And um, also, I challenged myself because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you sure know, did. they said it was a hike. And I was like, oh, I've been hiking. We, um, you know, we have trails and I've gone into the woods. And so I just kind of imagined like a more or less level 
mm-hmm. hike into the woods. Mm-hmm. And then it's like very shortly after we started the hike, we rounded this corner and then looked down and it's just like just mm-hmm. rolling hill or I don't very know, steep, very, very, very steep. steep hill. Yeah. Our path was <laughs> our path was level, but it's just that the um outside of that it was just like it was it was very steep. Yeah, you know? one one step away from the trail and that was it. it probably yeah, probably would have been about <laughs> it at least. But yeah. At yeah. least you would have been mm-hmm. like if you wouldn't have you would have been pop- probably injured and if you survived it, which you probably would have, it would have been something to get you back. Yeah. <laughs> but Lord. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. saw that and I was just like Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I was thinking that we were just gonna be walking in the woods. Like mm-hmm. this is not what I had in mind, and I had like my kids out there. Yep, yep. So, <laughs> so look, look. So you, you essentially have it's one thing. It was, it was just Veronica and myself, but then you had your seven year old and your two year old, <laughs> and I personally was carrying the two year old, you know, in my arm pretty much the whole time we were on the trail, and um, you know. Um, Veronica had a moment where she kind of had to, you know, after seeing the steep ravine, had to kind of like, you know, kind of gather herself and and yet yet hold on and oh gosh, you know, yeah, I, it's like I could kind of tell. Of course, I know you were kind of holding back some, of, you know, but you know, I had to kind of, you know, she kind of had our older kid, <laughs> and um, I had a young one. And then I, you know, I had to go ahead and grab the hand of my older one. And, you know, kind of keep on going, and you know, but Veronica was able to, you know, kind of like <laughs> get the gumption, you know, to to yet uh, keep on keeping on, and um, but it, it was oh. interesting. I was like, yeah, because um, you know, these are the kind of things that you know they're cool with me, but like Veronica seeks these kind of experiences out, and um, and so at first I thought it was just something that her and um, um. The the kids the girls were gonna do, but then I heard they were hiking. I was like, yeah, I guess I'll you know I'll, I'll go. Oh Lord, I'm so glad you went. I couldn't have done that. Oh, especially so, with whole, I I couldn't have been holding our two year old and oh gosh, we just had to turn around. I don't know, but even yeah, the thought of it, you don't like, don't. Oh my you don't have to think Thank about you, it. Don't, don't don't worry about. It. Don't think oh, about it too deep. Because I mean, it was just like. There was nothing to hold on to, really. I mean, there are a few trees occasionally you can hold on to, but, like, you were just walking, and so if you slipped. And our mm-hmm. seven-year-old is just so energetic and bouncy. And, yeah. And yeah. she she was like that. And then I think when she kind of saw me being right. a little bit like, oh. And I was trying to stay calm because I didn't want to pass my fear on to her. Mm-hmm. But, but even even a little bit that she, she saw, she kind of started to grab. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she started, it's like she was all confident and bouncing, but I was just like, like no, 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 come back, come back. Because I didn't want her to like bounce and slip because she was just so bouncy. And I yeah. was just like, come on, come on, stop, stop. No, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> it's funny because uh, she said, she said she was fine until I was grabbing her arm. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, what was it about me holding your arm? And she was like, you were holding real tight. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, Veronica holding on to her arm real, real tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, you were holding it really tight, mommy. Yeah. So it made me get scared. And, and I could hear her. And she was getting fearful. but And then I was like, no, mommy's fine. Mommy's fine. And I had to, you know, put on some fake courage and. 
and all the people there was so helpful. Like they were like coming, come on, you know, helping helping my daughter because they they clearly saw I needed <laughs> help myself. So they were like, well, let me get her off her hands so she can like take care of herself. But we made it, and it was it was nice, and we saw beautiful waterfall and um, sat there for a little while. And so I'm, I'm glad we did it. I, I look forward to doing more. A, a colleague of mine, Olivia Smith, I'm going to shout her out. She's an attorney up in the Atlanta area. Um, I saw she went hiking today too. And I see she on a whole nother level. Cause <laughs> I look, I look at her pictures and it looked like she was standing on top of a mountain and, and that behind her, there was nothing that she was standing on the very edge of the rock mm-hmm. looking out over the mountain. That's what it looked like from those pictures like, on Instagram. Like you could so, about to see clouds. You can see the clouds. You know, off the edge That's a whole nother level. Maybe one day I get there, but I'm not there at the moment. Not at the moment. But anyway, so I guess um I think that what we experienced today ties in with our topic today. Because I, I guess um generally speaking, our topic is about having big goals and allowing those big goals to drive you. Um, I ran across an Instagram post today um, where someone said, what is the antidote to the suffering and malevolence of life? The highest possible goal. What is the prerequisite to the pursuit of the highest possible goal? The willingness to adopt the maximum degree of responsibility. Of course, my screen went out. You might object, but why should I shoulder all the burden? It's nothing but sacrifice, hardship, and trouble. What is it really not? Well, anyway, but what makes you so sure you do not want something heavy to carry? You positively need to be occupied with something weighty, deep, profound, and difficult. Your life becomes meaningful in precise proportion to the depths of the responsibility you are willing to shoulder. So this post is saying that the way that we counter suffering and malevolence of life and that what I kind of interpreted from that is depression, anxiety, and that sense of dread that a lot of times we have, especially in times like these. Mm-hmm. What is the antidote to that? What is the cure for that? And it's having the highest possible goal. And of course, there are other things that help to who that help to counter that as well but having goals is something that drives you Mm -hmm. and so like when you have those down days and you have those days where you just don't want to get going when you have very very high heavy tough goals that you need to work toward that is like the way to get out of it in a, well, I say one of the ways right, to get out of, of those down places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think it's just like even thinking about us going on this hike is something that we were looking forward to. And I can just see the potential, you know, where you do something like this. And so it's like, I could try to do something. I will do something even tougher. <laughs> you know, you just kind of go up from there and that that drives you. <laughs> Yeah, the knowing chuckle. <laughs> no, I guess it's kind of funny. You know, I won't, I won't go off on that tangent, but um, but yeah, yeah, I guess because if you have a large goal, something that you're aspiring toward, you know, it it helps you to keep from being too internal. You know, and sometimes when we're um internal, especially if we're kind of having a hard time, we might just more so think 
you know, condemning thoughts or, or just kind of get caught up in, you know, whatever our life is involved in at that moment and just, just go through this, this cycle of just like, man, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? You know? And, um, I guess it kind of makes me think about like, you know, whenever you have, um, like, you know, where we used to, um, I remember where we used to um, go to church and whatnot. And some of the kids in that area had not had the opportunity to go outside of the area. And so because of that, they, you know, at least in some cases, I think it caused some of them to feel stagnated, you know, and not really understand even the half of whatever kind of potential they had, not even a half, you know, and they just kind of like settle for a lot of stuff or whatever, just because of lack of, lack of exposure and, and, you know, goals not really either not existent at all or very small or at least kind of like not necessarily the most um, thought through, not really, not really realistic kind of, I don't know. I won't go into all that, but, um, but yeah, yeah. Goals definitely help you to think outside of yourself and your, the issues that you have going on, you know, instead of dwelling on, you know, I don't know, negativities for lack of, of better words. Yeah. It's like when I think about it, if you don't have goals, then like, why, why do you get out of bed? Mm-hmm. What makes you get going every day? And I, I think that the bigger the goal, the more exciting, the big, hairy, audaciousness of the goal. I can't remember who calls them hacks, but, um, how how big that goal is it like it increases the level of drive that it gives you and um i just feel like if you don't have anything you're working toward if you don't have anything that you're looking forward to then it just it's just a monotonous life and i I think that a lot of times we get caught up in that monotony of just I get up so that I can go to work and so that I can do my job and so that I can get a check and so I can bring it home and pay the bills and buy the food and go through the motions again, again, again. And I think that's also why sometimes younger people are more enthusiastic and then as time goes on, they lose that enthusiasm. Right. Because yeah. we have goals as kids. Mm-hmm. You, you're you're saying, okay, I want to get to the next grade. I want to make a 4.0. I want to go to this college. I want to be excelling in this sport. I want to be the top of this or that. But then as you get older, you get settled into life. You don't you don't got the job. You don't you don't got the next thing you mm-hmm, do is a promotion mm-hmm. and you don't got the promotions and you got the nice house and so then it's just kind of like what else is there? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you went there because it's exactly kind of stuff that was on my mind specifically as it pertained to myself because when I was in um middle school high school you know and I've probably mentioned it here before I knew I wanted to become an engineer and I remember I really started to zero in on electrical or computer engineering when I was in like especially about 10th grade and that was around the time I started looking up okay what what colleges could I go to to get a good engineering degree and I learned that up the street Georgia Tech was like one of the best schools really in, in the country for that. And they, I even learned about our local school here in Macon, Mercy University, a, li- a bit later. But um, I was like, I got to get the tech to get an engineering degree. Got to go, got to get accepted to tech. And so that drove, 
I had been already doing decent in school. That just drove me to kind of like go real hard, you know, for years. And um, I did get into tech. You know, I got into our local school, too. I ended up going to Mercer University. Can't we call it the local school? The reason why I call it local <laughs> school, y'all, is because I grew up here in Macon um, the large majority of my life. And so I always saw, I didn't even know that Mercer was considered like, you know, whatever kind of ranking or whatever. I had no idea because, you know, you just, it's Mercer, you know, and uh, until like I, it was uh, almost time to go to college. And then I started to look like, oh, Mercer actually is a pretty decent school, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so, so anyhow, so you yeah, did that, you know, my drive to become an engineer pushed me through the program. Even when times, there were the times where I was like, man, this is a bit harder than I anticipated. You know, but I got it. And when I became an engineer, you know, there's that initial excitement, young engineer, all this kind of stuff. But then it really started to hit hard. Like, man, I've been coming to this job a lot of days, not doing anything, not just sitting and drawing a check, asking, <laughs> nearly begging and pleading for technical work. And um, that that was a time where. And I think it has it had a lasting effect over the, the all of my engineering career, you know, where I was drained. The life was sucked out because you just got to think like you said, you're young and you kind of have that natural fire. And, you know, it's like the the way that our society works is like that time of life where you are pushed to have certain kind of goals. But by the time you become an adult. You know, nobody you're not really pushed. Yeah, nobody you. cares anymore. <laughs> you know, you're not really pushed to have goals and whatnot. And um, and so that started wearing off on me. And, you know, it's like, you know, just find, you know, you just kind of in no offense. I, you know, I love my coworkers and whatnot, but a lot of them you could just kind of see had no drive. Mm-hmm. A lot of them had no whatever. They were just there and. Some of them didn't even, didn't even work, <laughs> you know. They were just there, you know, and um, and so it's like, oh man, I didn't. This isn't what I signed up for. This is not what I thought was going to happen when I became an engineer. This is what they do, you know. And and granted, I moved around a little bit, and I was able to see a little more excitement. But you know, even still, in some cases, some of the same kind of stuff in its own way. Um, but. Yeah, it the life got sucked out of me to a degree, and I kind of I had a few moments of disillusionment during my engineering career because I just wasn't. I got to the point where I didn't necessarily have as much of a goal. I, I'm thankful I was able to still succeed and whatnot, but even like I even say this, and I'll just kind of like give it back to you. Like I, you know, when you when you get into the corporate world, you're kind of encouraged. You you are encouraged to have the goal of just rising the corporate ladder. But in particular for me, I found that that was something that I didn't want to do. I didn't want to do. I was always encouraged to do it. I think that a lot of people saw me automatically doing that kind of thing. But that was a goal that I did not. I ultimately decided I don't want that to be my goal. I, mm-hmm. I don't really see the point um, for me. Um, and now, I, I tell you this, there's goals. <laughs> yes, like we can barely even stop the um the flow of of goal setting now. Yeah, yeah, and not only not only because the ideas keep on coming, but because like the state of life that we're in now, if you don't have no goals, you you plan, you know, because we're fully entrepreneurial now, fully. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If we have no <laughs> goals, we really playing. If we don't have our goals, but we got you know kids and bills and stuff like that, we playing games. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and y'all just here to tell you we're not playing games. We really are. Mm-mm, you know, mm-mm. but we're finding more and more what it means to have real, like you say, big goals. You know, and really kind of like being diligent with those. Um, I have more to say, but I, I, I'll kind of put a pause on my end. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. And the thing is, like, I mean, I haven't I haven't worked for anybody else for a very long time now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, but at the same time, even when I was like, I've, I've been my practice has been going for going on three years now. And um, for a long time, I, mean, I was just doing stuff. And now I really feel like I'm like. Let's get it. And I kind of have a I have a direction I'm going in. I see how I can make the money come in and and I see things working. It's like, let's go. You know, every day it's like, all right, let's let's get it done. Let's get it done. And it's and it's a drive. There's an enthusiasm. There are occasional times I don't want to quote go to work, but it's only when I have like a really challenging situation and it's like not even challenging as in like I gotta come up with some crazy argument it's usually some uh administrative challenges like this is a dead case and I'm just working it because the judge won't let me off the darn case you know it's Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. those kind of things make me dread work but when I'm working on the kind of things like where I see that this family is like, we got this property thing and we trying to get the title cleared and I see the strategy and we working on it. Or I see that I'm about to build this aspect of our business or onboard a new software or whatever. It's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. We file that petition. Yes. And, you know, now I'm just waiting for the, the judge to issue the order. And boom, we got this cleared. Like, that's exciting. And I don't dread, quote, going to work. I don't dread, you know, day by day every day is an adventure it's exciting Mm -hmm. and it's like that that's how i want everybody to live Mm -hmm. i want everybody to wake up excited about what they got and if people don't have something they're excited about i venture to say it is their fault Hmm. why you say that I guess I just feel like we all have the opportunity to create something that we're excited about, even if it's not our job. Mm-hmm. We ha- we can decide, you know what, this is my life, and I'm going to do something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And when I say it's, it's, it's that person's fault, like I don't want to blame people like, you should be out there doing this. Because I think part of it is that we don't really have that permission to go out there and do what we feel inclined to do. We feel like we have to check off these boxes. We have to do things this way. And there is nothing that says we do. Mm-hmm. There are people every day who live their lives on their terms. And so we can too, mm-hmm. if we decide that that's what we want to do. But I think it doesn't have to be as big as leaving your job and starting an entrepreneurial venture. It can be, I want to be, uh, CrossFit, you know, extraordinaire, or whatever. <laughs> I want to win, like I want to be the top CrossFit person, or I want to be a, a um, you know, martial artist, and you know, that's how I be. I want to be, want to get my martial arts stuff, and you know, get get my black belt and get to a certain level in that, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. But I think that we we get we allow ourselves to get like 
so beat down that we forget that this is our life and we allow everybody else to dictate what we do at our time. And I and I, I just want to encourage people to take their lives back and to do the things that they want to do. Because we, as grown people, unless you're a slave, like you can choose your life. Even as a slave, there were people who were enslaved who still found their way, still did things that that they wanted to do. And I'm not saying that people who didn't, something was wrong with them, but there were people who did it. And so I think that we have to, like, wake up to that. And Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 You know, yeah, I guess it's that whole permission thing you talked about. You know, in our society, again, like, the emphasis on goals is put on the younger generations. Right. It's put on, you know, people who, our kids in school, we always kind of encouraging them to stay in school, you know, a good education is important, you know, <laughs> all these kind of like <laughs> sayings that we have, you know, and, and these things, you know, um, I don't know, school is cool. I don't know. And then, you know, mm-hmm. go and get your education and, and go get you a good job and all this kind of stuff, which, you know, there's other things to be said about some of that. So we, we, we dare not, you know, mm-hmm. go too deep into some of those intricacies or whatever, but anyhow, you know, by the time we get our age, you know, it's it's all about responsibilities, you know, take care of your family, take care of your bills and all this kind of stuff. And, um, and so there's this, there's this thing again, it's like built into our society is created where you don't pursue anything creative anymore. You don't do anything necessarily exciting anymore outside of maybe like getting, you know, your week vacation in, Sometime mm-hmm. in the year, but it's not really a goal. It's just a time to kind of take a break from just the responsibility, you know, and um, we just so, yeah, you do kind of need permission. You kind of need somebody to kind of open your eyes. And that's kind of right. like, yeah, you know, that's kind of what has happened with me, mm-hmm. you know, because I've always had I have always had this certain kind of desire, this lament on the inside of me. Like, man, you know, I used to, you know, I used to be real big in the drawing and you know, music is something that I'm always thinking about because it's a big thing in my family. And um, I mean, it runs in my blood, and you know, like, but I think always about, you know, learning new instruments. And, but over the years, I just kind of be kind of messed up, just kind of thinking about, man, when do I ever, when would I ever get a chance to do that stuff? It's like, oh, well, you know, that's for the kids, you know, the people who can kind of learn and go to, to, to music practice and who can, you know, practice sports and who can do those exciting things and I just encourage my kids and live vicariously through them you know but I've never been able to fully settle with that in my mind or whatever mm-hmm. you know I, I haven't and I, and, I, and I never will I never will I never will but um you do kind of have to have permission or or at least somebody opening your eyes like that's an actual option right you know so Cause, yeah cause it's like we kind of have this this thing in our society like you better pers- you better like pursue your dreams by a certain point otherwise you're just going to get married and have kids and and then that's it you just settle down and get into your mundane life mm-hmm. and i mean it just doesn't have to be that way there mm-hmm. it just doesn't have to be that way and again what no i was thinking about what our oldest child had said one time before like i think to you expressing maybe some apprehension about 
getting older because of um oh. seeming boring or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's our fault because she's like, you know, I don't. Yeah, she, a lot of times she's like, I like to have fun, I like to laugh, I like to play, and we're like, you can still do that. She's like, but grown ups don't do that. Like she she's really serious about grown ups just being serious all the time and always talking about bills and working. And I guess it, that's our fault because we're the only grown ups that she yeah. sees. And so, I mean, not Probably only. Probably more so mine. I know. <laughs> I guess because I tend to be the more just like to the point, yeah, practical, principle, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of who I am, you know, and I don't know, man. You know, that's why I know Veronica could get some good laughs out of that kind of stuff. Because I know that's, you know. It seems boring and all that stuff. I mean, some of it's just the way I think. Anyway, we don't get nothing. It's funny, though, because, like, for some reason, she, like, values your perspective on things better, more than anybody's. Like, she she really is trying to figure out, okay, so daddy said this. So how do I get to that point? And I'd be like, you don't have to do that. (laughs) Like, that's daddy. Let him be daddy because we're not necessarily wired that way. But she'd be like... Daddy said some son, some son. I'm like, well, you can still. Well, Daddy said this. I'm like, yeah, you, you know, know what I mean? You know, let, let it let it glean from from a brother wisdom, from a father wisdom. She be gleaning. I tell you, she she don't think anything I say is um <laughs> is valid. If Daddy said it, it's the truth. <laughs> I think she just kind of hears the conviction with which I say what I say. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. That that might be another podcast right right right. that might be something else but um gosh it was something i was gonna say um about this stuff that i I can't remember it has slipped my mind but anyway oh anything come to your mind um i mean i guess i remember before we even start recording you were implying something like discussing the the specific goals and whatnot Oh, I guess we can talk about some of our our big goals that's driving us. At least to a degree. Mm-hmm. To a degree. Well, you go first. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, sarcastically, you know, because I don't typically like to go first, y'all. We often have conversations here in our home where Veronica asks me like some sort of huge question that has, I mean, a question that is is having to do with what I call the vicissitudes of life. Something that's very broad about maybe world peace or something, you know, something like that. I haven't tried to figure out world peace yet. And I, yeah, not, you know, I mean, at least not on the podcast, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, then she'll ask me the question. I'll be like, that's such a big question. Like, can you start off so I can kind of get an idea of what you're saying and give me a chance to think, you know. But you anyway. can't even try. I just be like, just, what's the first thing? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, um, but like so, obviously, y'all, you know, you you already know if you've listened for the past, you know, a couple maybe month or two, that you know I recently left my full time job, you know, because I'm not sitting around, you know, not doing anything. Of course, I've been doing a lot of um tutoring, you know, building my tutoring business. And on that note, <clears throat> one of my goals with the tutoring business, and I just put it out there you know, is that, um, and the tutoring business is called math swap tutoring. Math swap tutoring is, is seven figures. It is. And not seven figures. What's that mean? I I think y'all know what it means. It, 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 it brings in seven figures of, of income. And let me be clear, you know, it's not seven figures, um, 
just for the sake of making money because that's not really important to me um, just to make money for the sake of it. But it's like a measure of the impact that it's making, you know, really able to reach lots of kids, you know, and really, really help them um, and then support my family and enable us to kind of take care of some of the things we need to take care of. You want to pay off these debts? Yes. Yes. Law school um, debts. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's the truth. You know, you gotta, you know, just to put it in perspective. Yeah. You know? But um, but yeah. So that's 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 my goal. That's one of that's my one of my main goals for that particular business. And I already know, you know, that's going to involve having a you know a team of people who are going to be reaching various grades and really giving very very quality um um tutoring service to people with high levels of integrity and whatnot. It's also going to involve me having various courses um, that are going to help people with math in different kinds of ways. You know, I won't go into the depths of all that, but like, I'm just kind of trying to push the envelope, kind of like be creative with creating um, passive income for the business um, in ways that really do help people, but they, they really do help to make the business more than sustainable. And, um, so that's just what it is. That's just what it is. And on the, you know, kind of going back to the faith episode we had recently, you know, we're just kind of learning to just kind of say what stuff is, you know, from the jump. Like mm-hmm. this, this is what it is. This is what math swap tutoring is already. Yeah. I mean, because it just is like, mm-hmm. there, there's no difference between now and the future. It's all like our life. It's, mm-hmm. it's our life. So if it's something that's coming in the future, it, it might as well be here now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, um, you know, I think um, what we talked about with faith, what Jesus said is, um, if you ask for anything, you and you ask for it, believing that you have it, then it's yours. Right. So there it is. Mm-hmm. Believe you have it, not believe you will have it. Right. You have it. That you already have it. Mm-hmm. And McClendon Law and Consulting is also a seven-figure business. And we have our staff who all earn well above the average wage for people in those positions in other firms. Mm-hmm. Our clients are extremely satisfied with their experience. They've seen nothing like it. It's like the warmth and the love and the the support that they receive when they come with my firm is, is palpable from the very moment that you call into our office. Mm-hmm. And our clients get excellent results. They 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 have estate plans that they're confident in and that help them accomplish their goals in the long term. Their estate planning service encourages them and inspires them to live their life a different way. It's like a, it, it serves as like an anchor and a driving force for how they want to live their lives. Their their family land is protected and not only protected, it's preserved and it's a valuable asset for their family for generations to come. Mm-hmm. And when people think about heirs property, family land, the first firm they'll think about is McClendon Law and Consultant. Whether or not they're in Georgia, California, Alabama, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mississippi, wherever, they're gonna be trying to figure out how they can work with McClendon Law and Consultant, even if we're not licensed in that state. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, like you said, so there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's done. And also, our garden is, like, on fire. 
that medicinal garden that our oldest daughter has been wanting to do since like two years ago is like just a blessing to us and to the community. Mm-hmm. It's a healing place, a nurturing place. It's a rejuvenating place that people come to to be refreshed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not just it's not just a, a hobby. It's not mm-hmm. a hobby. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Like I mean, even just thinking about it now, it's like, oh, it's more than what I thought. Mm-hmm. It's more beautiful than what I thought. More colorful. The smells are more vibrant than what I imagined before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like, bro? I'm taking this too far. Yeah, sorry. You know, <laughs> Veronica's a very romantic person. She's very. You know, and so I guess since I'm not as much or whatever, I know where, what she's getting at, you know, but it's always kind of, kind of, um, I don't know, kind of funny to me. But I, 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 I'm in agreement. I am in agreement. Who, who, who can trump me on that, though? Oh, tomorrow, our child. Yes. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Her her imagination is so vivid. And she'll just keep going on. We on have to and stop and, and say, on. look, look, sweetie, we want to hear all this, but. You will keep going until the end of time if we right. don't stop you. Right, because like you were saying the other day, literally everything turns into some sort of very, very long, drawn-out story. <laughs> everything does. First we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this, and then that, and then that, and then I can see that. And just like, oh. right, slow down, please, please, please. <laughs> you know, please, just for our sake, slow down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, we have we have some goals, and, and, and these are things that, like we're excited about and and we want to hear we want to hear your goals you know folks who are listening out there in podcast land we want to know what is it that you are working toward is driving you and i mm-hmm. think that even if you don't know what it is i think that it's take it would be worthwhile to take some time and think mm-hmm. what is it that is driving me what is it that i want to do that would i would be passionate about and that i would enjoy doing like i said it don't have to be a job change it could just be a hobby mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right and make sure that whenever you talk about it like see it through the eyes of faith it's already believe that you have it you know that kind of thing it's not a possible or a maybe or if i could have would have should have it's it just is done mm-hmm. so thank y'all for listening we hope that y'all will share this with someone Peace. See ya. Pursuing Wholeness is a Back to Basics Health and Wholeness podcast with theme music produced by Life on 